Find your doodles of self-love. Catch your doodles of sweetness. If you need a friend, I'll be that friend. Loving you in all your perfect imperfections. Put your doodles of self-love. Catch your doodles of sweetness. If you need a friend, I'll be that friend. Loving you in all your perfect imperfections. Hello, hello dear lovelies, hello, how are you? I hope you're doing great. I'm your host, Francesca, and I, of course, am doing fantastic. I'm doing awesome. It's an awesome time here. And we have another podcast today, and I certainly hope you enjoy this podcast as I enjoy making it for you all. This podcast is going to be about my race and ethnicity, just in case you're wondering. Yes, if you look at me online, look at my pictures, go to my blogs, you'll see that I am black. I am an African-American. I'm from Haiti, so yeah, I'm black. More specifically, I am... 73.90% 73.90% black and 26.10% white and other. No, I'm not just taking a guess. I've took a DNA test and that's that was these were my results. So I'm not taking a guess. These are my exact results. But however, it that is, when I found my when I found my results, I was not really surprised because yes, I am predominantly black, but I do look like I have other stuff in me. I look like I have other races within me. I don't know, I don't look just like the regular average black girl. There are times that I look like a different race. There are other times people commissioning me for other things. So yes, I'm not surprised at my results. I know I'm yes, I I know I'm mostly black, but. I am certainly not just black. I have, there's more to me than just black, you know. And I, and I guess part of me always knew that, even though my, my whole family, my whole life, everybody is dark skin, everybody is black. And look at my family, you would t- I, I always think I was black, but you know, I always feel there's other things there. I don't look like the average black girl. I, I did a research and I, f- and I found out what the the physical traits of a black normal black person and I see it's that they say you have flat nose and big lips and conky hair I don't have all of these traits I do not have the kinky hair I have kind of like a mixture my hair gets oily I need to get it washed more frequently than normal black people and I really don't need grease for my hair. My hair is not dry. It has its own grease. And I had to wash it. Now I find out as I grew up, I had to wash it more than regular black people because it's kind of like a white person's hair, you know. My hair's kind of like a white person's hair. So no, my hair is not conky. And when you go to my lips, no, my lips are not as big as a regular African-American. Nor are they small like a white person. It's like right in between my lips. They're right in between. Not too big. Not too small. And for my nose, it's not pointy like a white person, nor is it flat. It's like, again, my, my nose is like right in the middle. You know, kind of, kind of think of it. I kind of look like, I kind of meet the standards for biracial. I kind of meet the standards for biracial. As a matter of fact, some people will be sticking me for that, you know. When they ask me, is that your real hair? When I tell them, yeah, that's my real hair. Next question is always, 
are you mixed are you biracial and my answer is always no i'm not mixed i'm not biracial i am black fully black well i have other things in me but i am predominantly black so when i think about them asking me those questions so i do think about i do think a little bit to myself you know i do think a bit to myself and see yes i can see how they can mistake me for biracial i do look i do see some biracial kids and adults and i do look like them a bit i do I do look like them a bit. I do look like I, I could be mixed, but I'm not. But I, but I do look like it. Yeah, I, I certainly meet the criteria. If there was ever a criteria, I certainly meet it. It's, it's like I'm in a, I'm like it's like I'm right in the middle. You know, I'm not too this, I'm not too that. It's like I'm right smack in the middle. You know, my my lips are not too small. They're not too big. They're right in the middle. My nose is not very pointy you know is it flat like a black person my hair is not fully like a white person i mean my hair is my natural hair is we think the dreadlocks is curly i have curly hair i have curly hair so kind of like in between you know my hair is kind of like in between so it's like almost everything about me is in between so it's kind of like i'm kind of it's like i'm like on the edge of becoming biracial but not quite you know not quite biracial you know so when I think about it, I feel sort of weird because I look at my family and I just see a bunch of dark skinned black people and I just think, I'm no way I'm biracial, no way I have other things. Looking at just my mother's side of the family, I never knew my father's side. I think the 26.10% is probably from my father's side, the side that I never know about, the side I never knew about. I think that's from him. You know, when I was doing the DNA test and this, when you do a DNA test, they show you relatives of yours, long lost relatives. Mine's are already far, like the fourth and fifth generation. So they're like really far. Nobody really close to me, no immediate family. But nonetheless, I was shocked when I did the DNA test. I was shocked. I saw all those um, white people on my test results that say are related to me. Cause I was, too, I was not that I'm racist. Cause you know, if you know me, I love everybody. I don't, I couldn't care less about race, ethnicity, I can't care less about that. I know, yes, in some ways it matters, it counts, but to me, to be honest with you, I can't care less about these things. I, I really don't, you know? But yes, I know it has its place, and it tells you about a person, and they use it a lot when you're doing tests, they want to know what your race is, you know? So, I know it has its place, but to me, to be honest, it really doesn't matter to me, you know, it really, it really doesn't, but yeah, when I, when I was doing it, when I did the DNA test and it shows me my long lost relatives, I was just shocked at how many white people I saw, I was, cause I, you know, growing up, everybody, I, I can say everybody in my family are just dark skinned black, they're not like light skinned black, they're dark skinned black, I never see anybody who could be, be mixed, it's not my sister, my, my sister, She's me and her are the only light skinned ones in the whole family. We are the only light skinned ones. Everybody else is dark, dark, dark. So, so yes, of course, when I see all these white people on my list of relatives, I was really shocked because you would think by my results I'm biracial. My, I'm not biracial. My mom and dad are both black. You know, that's why I was known all my life. So I just was shocked. It, it, from what I know, my whole life. My results just confused me. It did not make so much sense why all these um, white people was looking at me saying I'm related to you. It didn't make no sense because I don't. I never knew my father's side. That's I never knew my my dad's side. I only know my mother's side, and that's the side 
And that's also how I don't look like. All my life, you would think I'm adopted, seriously. All my life, you, you the side I look like is a side I, I don't know. The, I think I look like my father, and I, I don't know him. I don't know his side of the family. I don't know his mom. I don't know his dad. I don't know his sister. I don't know nothing about my father. It's, it's as if my mother gave birth to me by herself. I know it's not possible, but you, you would think this will happen because I don't know nothing about him at all, you know? At all. I don't know nothing about him. And that's um, the unfortunate thing for me. That's a side I resemble. The side I resemble is a side I don't know of. You know, the side I know of, I don't look nothing like them. It's just like I'm adopted. I mean, once a guy was dating at that time, he went and met my mother. And you know, he asked me after, after we talk. After we talk, I mean, you know, he asked me after he and my mother talk. He asked me seriously, are you adopted? I'm like, no, I'm not adopted. Because that just goes to show you how much I do not look like my mother, nor do I look like my grandmother, nor do I look like my sisters and brothers, nor do I look like my cousins. I look like nobody in my family. It literally looks like I am adopted. It really looks like it. Literally, looking, uh, looking at me and my family, you literally think that I'm adopted, you know, because that's, that's how much I don't resemble them. The side I resemble, like I say, the side I don't know, that's my father's side. And I really, I really want to, before I die, I really want to find out, because mama, mama, I don't know why, she just keep lying to me about my dad. She keeps saying this man is my dad, but you know what? He looks nothing like me. He look, I saw his picture and he, I just think of how much he doesn't look like me. You know, he doesn't look like me at all. You know, listen, this is your mom, this is your dad. And you look, you look like either. You don't look like either of them. So it's just, it's actually confusing. But, and, and then, so I found out, I found out, I found out with the DNA test, I really found out that can be my father. It can't be my father. I can't, he can't, he can't be the reason all these white people are looking at me. He can't, it doesn't make sense. When, when, they, when you ask my results, it doesn't make sense. This is my mom. This is my dad. It doesn't make sense. And when you look at us, furthermore, when you look at us, it doesn't make sense. That's your dad. That's your mom. Something is not right. It doesn't make sense. And I, and I know what it is. That's not my dad. It's not. It's the, man I, the man I believe to be my father. The man I believe to be my father all these years. The man, the name I receive, I realize it's, it's not my father at all. So, I'm uh, I'm I'm currently I'm currently thinking about ways to find out who my real father is. I mean, if I find out, I find out he's dead. I wonder if I thought my father was dead. I didn't have a father, and come out, come to believe it now. I realize maybe he was, all the time I was thinking he was dead. He was alive and well. My mother just lying to me and telling me. My whole family actually lying to me and telling me this is your dad and your dad is dead. You know, and I never quite. I'm a very I'm a very trusting person. When you tell me something, I believe you. And even though in my eyes, I can't see we look alike. In my eyes, it doesn't really make sense that he's my dad. I just believe you. You want to be my mom? What would you like to me? I just believe her. But you know, now I know it's a lie. You know, so all this time, I was thinking he's dead. He's he's alive and well. I don't know now if he's alive because I'm older in age. I'm heading to 40s, to my 40s. So very well now, he could be dead. You know, I, I, I can I could think me now he could be dead, but but in my teens, when my when I was a child, thinking that he was dead, he was alive all along, you know, he was alive all along.
I don't know if he's alive now, but you know, I, want, I just want to find him. If, if, if I can't if I find him, he's dead. Maybe he has, maybe he met another woman and had, and had stepsisters and stepbrothers from his side. I mean, I just want to know. I mean, the reason I, the reason I found out he was my father anyway was because I was searching for somebody that looked like me. It's really confusing when you look at your family members and you realize you look nothing like them. It's really confusing. So I was really searching. I was just really searching for something that we have in common. I was searching to see what, what do we have in common. Do we like the same things? Do we both like to exercise? Do we both like to read books? I was just looking, I was just searching for a connection, seeing what we have in common. And then I just realized, and I found out, I ended up finding out that he's not my dad. So that's like, that's really another podcast in itself. I mean, when I, when I get enough money, I'll find a way to investigate. Because I, I asked my mother, she still refused to admit it. She still refused to admit my father is not my father. The man that I believe to be a father, he refused to admit that he's not a father, even though it's clear as night and day. I mean, he, when you look at us, you, you wouldn't be surprised that's not my dad. You, you wouldn't be surprised at all. I really look nothing like him. So I don't want to, you know, I really don't. So, so it's that. I don't want to, because if I talk about my dad and the whole, the whole drama of her, about that, I'll have a, I'll probably, the podcast probably end up being like six hours long. And I don't want the podcast to be like six hours long. I mean, so this is to be continued because I, I do have to do some investigation and had to get some help because my mother won't help me. That means that I'm going to have to find out myself, you know, cause I, I don't want to die having all these questions in my head because now I have questions now and I have questions which is understandable, you know. I want to know my dad. I just something simple. I just want to know who he is. What, what, what was he about, you know? Do we look like him? Do I think like him? Do we like the same things, you know? I just have natural questions about him, and I want, I would like to find out these answers. Now I'm thinking about, was my father biracial? Was he biracial? Do I have a white grandmother and a black grandmother? Do I have white cousins? I mean, it's just a bunch of questions going to my head. And I have to find the answers. I don't want to die with these questions in my head. You know, I don't want to die not knowing who about Even though he probably is dead, but I still would like to know him a little bit about him. You know, I'm like me and my sister, it was so weird. We never asked any question. My mother, didn't, my mother and my family didn't talk about my dad. The man I believed that was my dad didn't talk about him. And me and my sister didn't ask questions. So it's just like, like I said, growing up, I know it's not possible, but it seems like my mother made us herself. I know it's not possible, but it just seems that way because the way she never talked about him, the way she never said anything about him, it's, it's actually it's actually make us all about herself, you know. So yeah, and that's so the the podcast on my about my dad and my search for my dad is is coming up. I had to get more information, I had to get more money because I really want to pay the, the DNA site. Because you had to pay, nothing's free, so you had to pay. So I want to pay them to see what they can help me. Because I, I have nobody to help me. And you know, like I, told, like I said before, I'm born in a different country. I'm not American. I'm born, I was born in Haiti. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's going to hinder the research, you know. If that's going to hinder the research because I'm not American. I'm in another country. So I don't know. It doesn't affect it. It makes it more impossible. So, but I don't know. Actually, I'll never know until I try. So, I'm just waiting to have more money and to get my life more situated. Then, I'll do my own investigation. Because clearly, my mother is not going to tell me the truth. So, you know what? I'm like, I'm like forcing people. 
I'm just gonna leave it as it be. I'm gonna look for myself, you know, because I have to know. I can't, I can't just die like that. I have, I have no kids, but if I have kids, I would like to them to know about their grandpa. You know what I mean? Like it's like my whole dead side is empty. It's empty, you know. I don't know not, nothing about him. I don't know about his sister, his mother, his father. Nada. It's just that doesn't seem right, and I can't let it be like that. I can't. So, like I said, guys, I I keep going on and on about it because I'm really passionate about that. Now I'm really passionate about learning about who's my dad. So, that, another podcast, I will talk more about that as I get more information. So, for that, let's just leave it as that, you know. Let's leave it as that under investigation to further notice and to our final details. So, back um, to my... Um, ethnicity back to back to my ethnicity um yes i don't have all the black features i don't have all the known black features like the kinky hair my hair is not kinky i told you it's kind of like a white person's hair it gets greasy i had to wash it more frequently i don't really have those flat nose nor is it really straight it's like in the middle my lips not too small like a white person nor is it big like a white person so, so it's like i'm biracial it's like i'm biracial I'm, I'm bald, not too much, thin. Not like my skin color itself, I'm caramel complexion, I'm like a caramel complexion, and I'm not too dark, I'm not too light, it's like my smack in the middle, and that's, that sounds like a biracial person, but I'm not, I'm not biracial, but it seems like almost biracial, but not quite, <laughs> um, but you know what, like I said, I couldn't care less about that, I took, I took the test, I mean, I mean, when I first found out about the test, I mean, I was looking at, looking at a YouTube video, and I found out, I mean, I was on YouTube looking at videos, and I, and I came across a video where three girls was taking DNA tests to find out what they were made of. I didn't know, up to that, that, that video, I didn't know it was possible to do that. I didn't, I didn't know it was possible. And, I, and since then, I realized I wanted to take the test. I want, I want to find out my results. But out of curiosity and fun, because I don't think I'll find anything. That will change my life. My that will change my life forever. Cause I'm always black, and all oh, my family's black, and that will never change. You know, that a test won't change that for me. So I just was out of curiosity, just for fun, actually, just want to find out my results for fun. And then you know, to the months I've discovered more videos and more videos. And, you know, the, the more videos I watch, the more videos. I mean, yes, the more videos I watch. I'm sorry, the more videos I watch. The more I wanted to take the test myself. Eventually, I took the test and I got my results. 73.90% black, 26.10% white and other. So, that's my these are my results, you know. So, so now you know a bit more about me, about my ethnicity. Now, it's just about my physical, my, my body. Now, let's talk about the mental and what's inside of me. My race, my inner race, my soul race. <laughs> I guess, can you say that? I don't even know. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I don't know. We call it, let's, let's call it just my soul ethnicity, my inner ethnicity, if that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so yes, um, inside... It's my soul ethnicity. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I. I don't really have ethnicity. It's like. It's like I'm. It's like I'm. It's like I'm clear. I don't really have a race. 
inside I know it sounds weird but I don't really have a race or anything inside of me you know I don't really consume inside I don't really consume myself black or do I, nor do I consider myself white or Indian or in, um or European or Hawaiian I don't have any race inside I'm just Francesca you know sometimes sometimes people ask me what are you that's why people actually ask me that people actually ask me what are you I mean what kind of question is that what am I <laughs> um but yeah so yeah sometimes when I, when I look inside of myself you know inside myself my inner soul the real Francesca I just say what's your race I'm just me I'm just Francesca I don't I don't associate myself with any race, actually. I just see myself as me. I'm Francesca. I love everybody. I respect everybody. I mean, I understand everybody. I mean, I agree with everybody. But I respect everybody. I love everybody. You know? I know we all are different. That's what makes us beautiful. If the world, if the world was exactly the same, if we had blonde hair, blue eyes, and we were European, the world would, would be so boring. The world is so much more interesting with all the different races and languages and beliefs and cultures and ways of thinking. That's what makes the world so beautiful because all the different people in it that makes it so beautiful. That's what makes it so beautiful. So, like I say, so my inner race, my inner soul, I don't have any. I don't associate myself with any race. I just see myself as I'm simply Francesca. I'm, I'm just, that's my race, Francesca. It's like I'm it's like I'm a blank slate. I'm clear. I don't have a color. I'm just I'm just myself, you know? Yeah nonetheless, yes. I do I do realize, yes, when you see me, you see a black woman. And you and based on and based on you see me as a black woman, you have some initial perspective. You have some pre you have some thoughts about me. Because of my race, you think because I'm black, this and this is true, this and this. And you know what? If you get to know me, when you see, when you see all these things, not true at all. You know, I don't see myself as a minority. I'm like a minority. Who? You, what you call me a minority for? <laughs> you know, I'm like when you get to know me. Yes, you see me, I'm black, and you're like, oh my gosh, this and this and this must be true about her. And then when you get to know me, you really sit down. You 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 don't see all these things. You pre conceive are completely wrong absolutely wrong and i don't think you should judge somebody based on their race based them on how they think based on based it on how they live their life based them on how they care about you that's what really matters that's what makes a person not my race my color you know that that's really says very little i think my race and ethnicity actually says very little about me Yes, I know you said something about me. I can't completely eradicate my race and say, oh, I'm not black. I mean, yes, I am black and I'm proud. I never, I never want to be white. I never want to be biracial. When I found my resource, I was biracial. I wasn't upset about it. Yes, I love being black. And I think black is beautiful. I think being white is beautiful. I think being Asian is beautiful. Being Indian is beautiful. Being Hawaiian is beautiful. I think all races are beautiful. I really do. And I couldn't care less. If I say your race actually says very little about you. You know, when you say I'm black, okay, now you have those preconceived thoughts about me. But then it's very, it's actually, when you add it up, it's actually very little. When you really get to, when you really get, get to know me, 
that's when you really get to know me. When you really spend time asking my name, what I think about, what I like, what I dislike, what kind of music I like, then that's when you really get to know me. But just say I'm black, that's okay, that's just, that's just, that's just my skin color. It doesn't really say much else about me other than, yes, that's my skin color. Yes, my family originated from Africa. Yes. That's what, it's just very little about me. I, really, I think our race says so little about us, but we make it such a big thing. We make it bigger than it has to be. We make it race such a big thing, but it's really actually little. You know, I always think racism is stupid. Racism is stupid. It closes your mind. It damages your blue eyes. Why, why, hate, or why hate somebody because of where they're from? Where I'm from is not where I'm going to end up. I could be, I'm from Haiti, the poorest country on the Western Hemisphere. I don't plan to end up there. Where you're from is not where you're going to end up necessarily. It's not it's, it's exactly what happens. Sometimes where you were born, you, you find out you die right there. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that's possible. Where you're from is exactly where you die. But a lot of times, where I'm from has nothing to do where I'm going to end up. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to work hard to get out of poverty. Now I'm struggling for money, but I don't want to stay. It's not where I want to stay in my life. I don't want to keep struggling for money and all that stuff. I want to grow my business and grow empowered. And more importantly, when I'm up, I don't want to just say I'm up. Oh, I'm, I'm good now. I'm cool. I'm chilling now. I'm up. No, no. I want you to be up as well. I want you to be happy too. I want you to have money too. I don't want to just... That's, I think that's why people... That's what's wrong with this world. We care about... We don't care about each other. We care about ourselves. We care about ourselves in our own family. We don't care about people. When we up and we making money, we're good. We're not worried. We're not worried about the poor person down the street. That's their problem, you know. I mean, I, I, I've never been like that. I never, I've never been like that. You know, I, I, if I'm up, I want everybody to be up with me. I don't want to. I don't want to have the biggest house in the world, the most beautiful big house in the world, and what everybody, what somebody's can't even get. The next food, somebody don't know where they can put it. I don't feel right about that. I honestly, I don't. I'm a sweetheart. I love everybody. I care for everybody. And I can't care less what your race is. And I can't care less what my race is. I told you, my inner soul race is clear. It's clear. I'm just French. That's my race. I'm Francesca. Nice to meet you. How are you? You know, that's it. Yes. My physical race is a black African American. Yes, and I'm sure based on that, you have your preconceived notion about me because of that race. And, and then when you get to know me better, you'll see absolutely positively or wrong about that. I remember once, I mean, I don't think bad about her at all. I don't think bad about her because I get it. I sound like a white person. <laughs> you can't see me. All you can do is hear my voice and hear my thinking. You know, I don't act like a normal black person. So no, I don't think she's racist for that at all. And not that I think ill of her or think bad about her. No, I don't think I don't think that at all. You know, but yeah, I was taking a survey, you know, um, cause I don't know how she find me, but you know, like I told you before, I was in special ed, and I guess she was doing a follow up on special ed kids to see how they're doing, to see if they're in school. If they're working, if they're going on their normal life, and she was doing a survey to see how I'm doing, and she and yes, so she was talking to me, see how I'm doing, do I work? Okay, if I'm not working, am I going to school? She just doing a survey to see. I guess the state, I mean New York State, that New York State wants to check on me, 
and see how I'm doing. So yeah, she she found out how I was doing and so question. Yeah, and then I understand this. Like, I do service or money. I understand the need to know race because they always ask me during service, what is your race? Why is your ethnicity? And I was poor African American. That's why I am. So so no, I didn't think she was racist. Who asked me? what I am but yes she asked me um, I say I'm black and she was so shocked <laughs> I think I think about that it made me laugh so much she was like she was she was literally surprised that I'm a black woman she's like are you sure you're black I'm like yeah I'm positive <laughs> I'm like yeah I'm I'm positive I'm I'm black <laughs> and then you know what like she still didn't believe me she still did not want to believe me, you know. She keeps trying to make her suggestions. Are you Italian? I'm like, no, I'm not Italian. She, you know, are you biracial? No, I'm black. <laughs> I'm just black. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, but she, but you know why? You know, but I just but I didn't think ill. Like I said, I didn't think, when she told me that. I didn't think ill of her. I didn't think bad of her. I didn't think oh my god, this woman is so racist. She got my nerve. No, I didn't think ill of her. About her. I just told me. me She's from a white area. She never. She don't know much black people. She's not. She doesn't know a lot of white and black people. So I just thought she didn't know a lot of African Americans. That's why she made. That's why she made a mistake and think I was white. That's why I just think she just they had that much experience with African Americans. That's why she made that mistake. And then you know what else happened? I remember once, uh, my ex boyfriend. That's like when I was in my twenties, early twenties. My ex boyfriend. I pick up his phone. And his friends talking a little bit and actually can I talk to my friends? Like, okay, sure, yeah. And then, and then after he after he hung up with his friend, you know, his friend thought he thought I was white too. He thought I was white as well. And this one, he's black. <laughs> he's black, and he thought I was white. So I, I see. So I guess I don't, I don't know. So I can't blame the woman. I mean, remember before I was thinking that there was a sheep I thought of that because she didn't have that many experience with black people. But he was a black person himself. Here is. A black person himself who also mistaken me for a white person. <laughs> so I guess I don't know. I guess I sound like I guess I, I sound like a white person on the phone. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if you can't see me, you just think I'm white. I don't know. I, I just think that now. I, just, I never thought of that before. I, I thought, like, okay, I'm black. So what? What? I sound like something that I'm not. Of course, I sound like I'm black because I am black. I never thought anything, but after those. Two experiences in my life, I realized maybe I do sound like a white person. I don't know. I guess I do sound like a white person. I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that. And then another thing, too. Uh, yes, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice every time I speak. You can clearly tell I'm not American. Yes, I have an accent. And the weird thing is, it's not a Haitian accent. I'm from Haiti. So you would think that it would be. A Haitian accent, but it's not. It's more like a British accent. <laughs> it's, it's like a British accent. People ask me, are you British? No, I'm not British. Are you sure you're not British? No, I'm sure not. Have you been to Britain? No, I've never been there. Mm -hmm. Do you have any British friends? No, I don't have British friends. And the people are just shocked when I'm like, they're, so, they're not shocked, but they're like surprised and they're confused. Then why do you have a British accent? I don't know. I have a British accent. It really makes no sense, actually, why I would have a British accent. But I do listen to them a bit. I do listen to BBC or listen to other 
British broadcast, and I do I must admit there is a bit similarities in the way we speak. There is a bit similarities, and I can see why somebody would would mistaken my accent for a British accent. There are some similar. I must admit I do listen to them, and there is a bit of similarities. So yeah, I guess I do have a bit of a British accent. You know, even though it makes no sense why I would have one, <laughs> but. I do, and let's go to back to my hair. Mm-hmm. Now my hair it's gray, red, brown, and green. <laughs> now that I think I'm like four different things in my hair. Like I'm getting older, so I'm getting grays. I'm not dying it. So, so yeah, it's now it's gray. I think green, <laughs> red, brown. <laughs> Don't ask. My hair is a weird color. I remember once I was, I was working at the daycare center, and and the owner asked me. Honestly, if I dye my hair, I said, no, I never dye my hair. She said, it looks like I dyed it because it's just a bunch of weird colors. So that's another thing about me. My natural hair color is not a regular black person's hair color. It's not a regular black person's texture. No, it's a, black, it's a normal black person's hair color. So it's not, I really don't have a black person's hair. I really got that from my other side. They give me the hair and they make my lips not that big and they interfere with the flatness of my nose. So I can see, like I said, if you see some pictures about me, of me, if you see some pictures of me, you can clearly see that I have other verses within me. Yes, primarily, you know, primarily I am black, but you can see the other traces of races in me. I remember today too, I was just thinking that as a matter of fact. I was looking at a horror film, uh, and, I was looking at the, and I was looking at a white woman, and you know what? I saw she, I do my lips just like hers. <laughs> I honestly, I'm like, before something like I didn't pay attention to that. I mean, tell you like I couldn't care less about race and racism. I couldn't care less about that. But so I couldn't I couldn't help wondering. I couldn't help noticing the similarities. You know, I couldn't help realizing hey, I do my lips just I do my lips just like her. I do it just it's not you look at the pictures you say I'm doing my lips just like that. You know, sometimes I see a picture too, and I see I'm doing just like similar to a white person. So yeah, I can see where I got my white. Sometimes you can see my other face popping in. Sometimes making an appearance. Yes, it makes an appearance sometimes. You know. So, but yeah, you can always see I'm primarily a black woman. But yeah, you can see the races paying um paying a visit, saying hi to you, like you know, no, I am not fully black. I have other things like I would like to say, like I love to say. I mean, I have a blogs. I have two blogs about that. I I call I, I say this exactly, and it's very, very true. I am black, but I'm not actually black. You know, I know that this one. You're like, huh? What do, what do you mean, Francesca? What do you mean, you're black, but you're not actually black? Just what I mean. Just what I say. I say what I mean. <laughs> I am black. But I am not actually black. Meaning, yes, I am black. I'm seventy two point nine percent black. You see, what you see is a black woman. Why you gonna, why you gonna make your, your preconceived notion is based on a black woman? Yes, I realize that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not blind to the fact that I'm black. Yeah, but I'm not actually black. You know, I'm, I'm not. I don't act like a normal black person. I don't think like a normal black person. 
I don't do a lot of things I'm a black person, you know? I really don't. So if I say, no, I'm not actually black, but I am black, but I'm not actually black. So that, no mature words have been said. Seriously. It, it completely, it completely, um, it's true, it's factual. It's like, like, it's like describing me completely, you know? I am black, but I'm not actually black, you know? So, um, so guys, um, I really hope you enjoy um me show, me telling you all about my perfectly imperfect ethnicity i'm sure you you're going to leave this podcast with a with a, be- a few questions about me you know how you make you scratch your head about a few things but yeah i got that that's why if one thing you can get about me francesca that i'm very very different i'm very very special i'm very different from most people i'm, I'm extremely different i'm weird <laughs> yes i'm weird so yes after you listen to my podcast i'm sure you might have to scratch your head a little bit and but but mostly i hope that that you mostly i hope that that i i, I make you think i make you think out of the box you know i don't want you to just think within the box you, you won't get far Looking, thinking we're in the box. You won't get very far. So I really hope my podcast, my blogs, my future books. I really hope I inspire you to think outside the box. Cause yes, what's inside the box can be absolutely beautiful, absolutely fascinating, just wonderful. Yes, what's inside the box, but there are be wonderful, beautiful things outside the box too. Like that, you must. That you, that you had to find out about. Is it just good just to say, oh, the being inside the box is beautiful. It's enough. I'm just staying here. No. Go outside the box. Do a little discovery. You know, you might find outside is more beautiful than inside. You know, you, you never know. You're never going to know that if you stay inside the box. It's always good to go outside the box. All business owners that are making a lot of money, that are successful, are thinking outside the box. Because thinking inside the box is having a 9 to 5, working for somebody else, working and then dying. That's thinking inside a box, I think. I think when you're an entrepreneur, you own your own business, or you're doing things on your own, you're thinking outside the box. If you're thinking inside the, if you're, you're thinking outside the box, because if you're thinking inside the box, then you will continue working for somebody else. You know what I mean? Not that any of them is They just... Make it clear. I don't think there's anything wrong with working for somebody else. Doing a 9 to 5 grind. I respect you for that. Because, yes, it's very hard to do 9 to 5 working for somebody else. It's very hard. You know, and you risk every day losing your job. Because you don't know. Things happen. Especially with this pandemic, many people have lost their jobs. So, yes, I I, I applaud people that have 9 to 5 jobs. I applaud you. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy Every day, getting up, working for somebody else, working on their dreams. Every day, working on a schedule, not having much time for yourself or your family. Sometimes, yes, I applaud people who have who work for somebody else because it's not easy. It's not easy, you know. And I understand if you want to be nine to five, and you you want to you don't you don't want to well, own your own business. You don't, you're okay with just working for somebody else and then dying. That's that's it's your life. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not I'm not making my podcast or my books, or my blogs telling you how you should live your life. You should live your life as you please. 
So if you want to work for somebody else for the rest of your life, I have no qualm with that. I have no problem with it. That's your life. It, that's what makes you happy. It doesn't truly, madly, deeply make you happy. Then go for it. Then work for somebody else. You know, not everybody is made to be a business owner. Not everybody has what it takes to be a business owner. So if you not if you don't have what it takes to be a business owner and you're perfectly okay working for somebody else doing the nine to five grind, then you know that's cool. That's awesome. Then do that. Do what makes you happy, you know? As long as you, when you die and you close your blue eyes forever. You don't have no regrets. You know, you're happy with your life. You happy you're happy and fulfilled working for somebody else and helping them go to business. So that's what in life is. Either you either you can on somebody else's dream or you can on your own dream. That's how that's how work is. The working life, that's why it says that's how life is. You're born, you're a baby, you go to school, then maybe around your twenties, you finally get a job, and then you're gonna do that job first for most of your life. Most of our life we spend most of our life working. Most of our life we spend working, if you think about it. Do I say if you're happy and that's a good job for you, then do it, you know? Then do, do, I have no problem with it. I don't ever say, yeah, I'm a business owner and I promote you have your own business. But I also realize not everybody's made to have a business. So if you're 9 to 5 grand is just what's best for you, then do what's best for you, you know? No one has the right to tell you what's best for you and what you should do. Only you can tell only you can t- tell yourself what you can and cannot do, what you should or should not do. It's your life. Live it the way you want to live it. As long as you live in it and when you close your blue eyes forever, you're not full of regrets, full of should've, could've, would've. Don't do that. If you're happy living, looking for somebody else, that's good. No, I have no problem with that. You know, but just, even though you work for somebody else, just once in a while, go outside the box, investigate, discover. You know, just do that once. I mean, you know, weekend. I don't know. I mean, you're very busy. Not on Monday, Friday, whatever your schedule is. I mean, you're very busy. And you call, you, you, and you call, just go outside the box on the weekends. That's fine, too. That's just as long as you spend. Don't just, I don't think you should die um, inside the box. Only stay inside the box. Never venture out. Now, I think that's a, that's a horrible life if you always stay in the box, you know. I think you should, yes, it's okay to work for somebody else for your life. Yes, that's absolutely okay. But I don't think it's okay for you to stay inside the box for rest of your life. You should, maybe on the weekends or maybe when you have a vacation, just go outside the box and investigate a little bit, you know. Do a little research, you know. There's more to life than Mr. I. There's more, there's some things that are very important that you, if you just close your eyes, if you just open your eyes more, you'll see better. You should always do that. Yes, you should. I don't agree with just staying inside the box for the rest of your life. You miss a lot. You miss a lot of beautiful things. So, so yeah, lovelies. Like I say, yes, I, me personally, um, I, I don't want to work on somebody else's dreams. I have so many dreams of my own that I want to make happen. I have so many dreams of my own that I want to accomplish. So I don't have, to, I don't want to just stay here working on somebody else's dreams when I have my own dreams that I want to make come true, you know. So that's just me. It's just the way my life turned out. I mean, like, so, of course, I don't, of course, I don't disagree with you doing the 9 to 5 grind. Cause I did the 9 to 5 grind until I was, like, about, I don't know, until I was, like, about 33 years old, 33, 34 years old. So I did the 9 to 5 grind until I was, like, 33, 34 years old. So I, sp- I spent a good amount of my life doing a 9 to 5 grind. I have a lot of jobs in the past. I've had I work at McDonald's. 
I've done security, I've done working at a daycare, I've done I've done many jobs. I've I've done many jobs. Let's just say it like that. I've done many different kind of jobs. I've earned my life many different ways. I've earned every breath I take in so many ways, you know. You know, but I always do it in a way I'm proud of, not in a way I'm gonna regret. So don't do, don't, don't make, cause money is important. But I think what's important is how you get that money too. You know, if you if you could, if you can, if you can look at yourself in the in the face in the mirror. After you did a job, then okay. But if you can't, after you get the money, you can't look at yourself in the face. You feel guilty. Then why put yourself there? It's just a piece of paper. It's just a piece of paper that gets you what you want. But you know what? And then when you die, that piece of paper, that piece of paper is gonna stay right here. It's not, it's not gonna do nothing for you. It's just a piece of paper. So you might as well be okay with how you're earning it. Whatever way you're earning it, just be okay with it. Do it. Do, live with no regrets. Do it in a way that you'll be part of. A way you could tell your grandchildren. A way you can tell your spouse. If you can't do it like that, then don't, it's, it's not worth it. If, you, if you're gonna be embarrassed or ashamed afterwards, why do that? Why put yourself to it? You know. This is my thinking. So, guys, um, I, I hope this podcast was not too long. Um, I know I was going on and on about my father, and and I was really going specific into my um into my ethnicity. So, I really want you, like I say, I'm an open book. All you have to do is change the beautiful pages. I don't hide anything from you. What you see is what you got. No lies. No smoking mirrors. I am. If you meet me, if you meet me in person, you'll see I'm exactly like this. No games. No acting. No rehearsing. No editing. Just plain Francesca. And I hope you enjoy getting to know me better. And I hope to see you next time for my other podcast. Like I said, guys, what I can do right now, as I'm very busy, I do a lot of stuff, you know. I have to start doing the videos again. I do my blogs. Plus, I do eyesight jobs now if I can pay my bills. So I do a lot. I'm very busy. And, and plus, I, I'm going to open another podcast. with um. So I, I'll share that when that's ready. I'll share that with you when it's ready. So I'm very busy, so right now what I cannot promise is two podcasts per month. When I can do more, I'll let you lovelies know. So, that's it lovelies. That was the podcast about my ethnicity. I hope you enjoy listening to it. And most importantly, I hope I inspire you to think outside the box. To do some investigation. Don't just take things at face value. Things are not always as they seem. You have to investigate. You have to ask why. How come they just take things as it is and say, okay. They don't take things as face value. People lie. Things are not always as it seems. You know, there's a lot of smoking mirrors. But me, personally, there's no smoking mirrors here. I'm Francesca. What you see is what you get. And if you meet, like, if you meet me, you'll see this is exactly how I am. You'll see I'm not acting. No fakeness at all. I'm 100% real, 100% natural. And I stand by that. I truly, madly, deeply stand by that. And guys, I'm going to say goodbye for now. I'll see you in my next podcast. You enjoy the rest of your day or night in the world. Ciao, Bella. French days are so
doodles of self-love. Catch your doodles of sweetness. If you need a friend, I will be that friend. Loving you in perfect perfections. Get your dear dose of self-love. Get your dear dose of sweetness. If you need a friend, I'll be that friend. Loving you in all your perfect perfections. Alright, lovelies. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.